Welcome to another edition of Around with Randall, your weekly podcast on making your nonprofit more effective for your community. And here is your host, the CEO and founder of Hallett Philanthropy, Randall Hallett. It's great to have you here with me on Around with Randall. Today's topic is about moves management. But really, we're going to delve into how to create a sense of accountability through meetings and your team for moves management. I do this quite often with clients more and more where I'm actually running these meetings for clients and maybe even their regions to help them have a better understanding about how the process can and should work. So as always, let's start at the top. And then we'll work our way into the tactical. And there are a number of tactical suggestions that go along with today's conversation. So what are moves to start with for those who maybe are wondering what a definition is? And uh, moves are the actions that connect or the steps that connect the organization to the prospect with this being the most important part that moves them towards a gift. I'm reminded of the great John Wooden, the UCLA basketball coach in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, won 10 of 11 national championships from about 65 to 76 and 75. And what I took from him or have taken from him, and a lot of his writings post-coaching is this idea of pyramid of success. And then one of the sayings in this pyramid is don't confuse activity with achievement. And moves is really about that. It's not just making a phone call and saying hello, but what are you doing in that call, in that visit, in that Zoom video conference to move them towards a gift opportunity? This gets into the question of, well, if I send a birthday card, is that a move? Did it move them to a gift? What we need to do is start with our organizations defining what is a move so that gift officers know what things should be counted and which are just activities. Once you build in this concept of what a move is, then the real question becomes, how do you use it with your team, with the organization to move people towards gifts and create a sense of accountability where everybody does it. The goal of moves in particular, if you set it up on a regular basis, uh, a moves management, let's say meeting or review with a gift officer is number one to identify where that prospect is now. And let's not forget about the donor cycle. Part of this is being able to articulate, are they in qualification First level cultivation, second level cultivation, their pre-solicitation, they're being solicited, they've been solicited, we have to close or they're in stewardship. All things that we've talked about on this podcast before, particularly in that four-part series uh, several podcasts ago, which you can go back and watch and listen to. Where are they now is the first question. And if done correctly, it's followed very quickly with the thought process of where's the next place they need to go? What is it then do I need to do 
as a gift officer, as the manager of that particular prospect to get them to that next step? What are my actions? What are my responsibilities? And when do the last kind of two questions combined, when do I think I'm going to ask them and how much am I going to ask them for? The idea is, is to create a consistent series of conversations. And these conversations could be between you and yourself alone, meaning I don't have a big office. I'm going to review my best candidates, my best prospects on a regular basis and figure out what the next moves are. It could be in a supervision or supervisory role and a gift officer. Where is that applicable? What are you going to do next? Or what I really like is a group setting where we do it on a, a very regular basis with a set agenda, which we're going to talk about here in a second. I think it's also important to note that this is not just for major gifts. Principal gifts, annual gifts, planned gifts are all a part of these conversations. I, I get very hesitant by the way, corporations, foundation grants should be a part of this conversation. I get very hesitant when I see organizations, foundations, try to segment what I consider gift officers. Well, he does grants and foundations and she does major gifts. We don't want them in the same meeting for something like this. And my answer is, why not? They're doing the same things. They're just doing it slightly differently. Their accountability is to be producing proposals or producing moves that make those opportunities come to fruition. While the metrics might be different, the goal is the same, getting us to the point where we're asking enough people for the right dollar figure for the right opportunities. The best place in my mind to really lay out in an office setting tremendous opportunity and accountability is to have a regular meeting, which no craziness here, is called a moves management meeting, where you pull all the gift officers together. And in some ways, they become more accountable to themselves and their colleagues than they do actually do the metrics. Because in this meeting, they're going to talk about who are they working with? What are the next steps? what's possible in terms of opportunity. And if you show up and don't have anybody to talk about after a number of weeks or months, or you just come back to the same person, unless it's a $100 million gift or $50 million gift, one that's you know so large, you want everyone's, that person's attention on it most of the time, they actually will begin to turn in terms of collective pressure on the people who aren't delivering. And it rewards and sometimes is the impetus for people who need a little bit of a push to get their stuff done. Because what they end up with is the opportunity to create a sense of accountability that I can't show up to that meeting without my stuff being done. A moves management meeting, and I, I do several, as mentioned, for clients, I just love them because I can tell who are the gift officers that are digging in and doing their job. And I can tell the ones who are 
probably a little closer to the edge or the line than they should be. And most importantly, I loved them when I was an active leader inside the organization. I had no problem holding gift officers accountable. But sometimes they need a different sense of accountability than just their boss pressing down on them. Sometimes it's the team. Are you doing the things you need to do so we all achieve? And that's because I love athletics and sports. It's one of the great things about being a team member. You are accountable not just to the coach. You're accountable to your teammates more often than the coach because it's a collective effort. And that's really what we're after. There's a bottom line number at the end of the year that we're asked to meet to move the organization forward. So that's kind of the big picture about moves and goals and kind of this meeting concept. Let's move into the tactical. What are some things you can do right now that will help build a sense of accountability and create a moves management culture, probably using a meeting or meetings to do so? So here are a number of tactical suggestions. So let's start at the top. I believe in this meeting process so deeply, you should set a regular time to conduct that meeting every Monday at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Do it when it's the least likely that people are going to be out making calls or visits. Everybody has to attend. It shouldn't be that long. With uh, 15 gift officers, we're talking about 30, 45 minutes. We'll talk about agenda, what happens in the meeting here in a second. Be consistent. Keep it short and keep it directed. Don't let it wander, but create consistency. Number two, create a repetitive agenda. That agenda should start with quickly good news. Who had something in the last week or 10 days or two weeks or month that's worthy of reporting? Let's celebrate success. And success may not mean a gift, but I move someone from, I wasn't quite sure what to happen is I got a proposal in front of them for $500,000. And I wasn't sure that was going to be possible two weeks ago or three weeks ago or two months ago. So good news always to start. I believe in celebrating success. Number two is a review of the metrics. I always had a report that I would hand out or that was emailed to them before the meeting started with metrics for the last week when I would do them, when I did my meetings, or if you're doing it every month for the month. And here's the rule. And we'll talk about the CRM here in a moment. If it's not in the CRM, it didn't count. So you got to have your actions in. you got to have your opportunities or proposals in. You got to do it right. And that sheet becomes a great catalyst for accountability. Because if they don't have, people don't have their stuff, it's big goose eggs, zeros. And that can be detrimental in many ways to a person if they're not performing and may move some people out if they don't want to do this kind of work and reward those who are doing tremendous work. Quick review of the metrics. And then we would go around the room and it was not meant to be a long diatribe. I used to actually have a stopwatch to say, you got about a minute and a half to tell me who is your most important, pro or tell not me, the group, who's your most important prospect and what's the next move? And by the way, can you tell me when you're going to ask them for how much? 
and they get about a minute and a half or two minutes. That can be elongated if you use moves management also as a collective think tank. It's a great way when somebody says, look, I've done about all I can think of and I'm stuck and I don't know why. And the group might have some suggestions about maybe particular situations they've been in before that would help a gift officer. Or maybe there's something in the collective thought about, well, if we do A, B, and C, or we partner this with another item, I can't tell you how many times that that is allowed or an organization or a gift officer or a pair or whatever to move a prospect forward because we use the collective knowledge of the group. The other thing it does in the group is, is if, and I had this happen recently regionally, is we found out that somebody wasn't putting their stuff in Razor's Edge or in, in, the, in the CRM. And what was, why was that important? Well, it turned out two gift officers were talking to the same person because one wasn't putting in their stuff. Guess what? Neither one knew the other one was having those conversations regionally. Well, that's a problem. Booth's management discovered that. It also opened the door for a conversation to the individual not putting their stuff in, their actions. You got to get it in. What are you doing here? So have a time, have an agenda. Three is use that CRM, whatever it is. Create those reports. They don't have to be complicated. They don't have make them simple if necessary. It, probably better if they are. But if people aren't using their CRM, it's hard to build a sense of accountability. What we know is is that when we create metrics for ourselves, we're more likely to be successful. So in that meeting, in that process, use those metrics to your advantage. Create accountability. Create a series of of rewards by people getting their stuff done. We've talked about this before. You can go back and find the, a podcast on smaller portfolio sizes. And uh, it is essential that we reduce portfolio sizes to under 100, preferably under 80, to concentrate on the people that are actually going to be making gifts. And remember, portfolio sizes should be moving people, which brings me to my fifth thing to remember. Blessing and releasing is a good thing. If someone's not going to be making a gift, if the likelihood is low enough, no matter what their capacity is, bless and release them. So a moves management meeting can be used as an opportunity to remind people, are you blessing releasing people? Are you letting them go so we can worry about the next series of people coming in? And then it's incumbent on the organization to also build a great pipeline. Number six, remember, quality is more important than quantity. I would much rather spend a little more time on one person for a million dollars than to do a rapid fire 10 people for $5,000 or $10,000 a piece. Quality is what we're looking for. Reducing the number of asks to legitimate ones is more important than just having a ton of asks. Moves management and meetings can be supportive of that endeavor. Maybe putting a floor on the number that people can bring these particular gifts in, uh, into the room with. So remember, quality is more important than quantity. The seventh, don't forget the importance of renewals and upgrades. I sometimes see, and I've been guilty of it myself, where I have pushed who's new, who's new, pipeline, because it's something I believe in very heavily. 
But yet a part of that pipeline should be, okay, so who made a $25,000 gift and paid off their pledge? We should go back and talk to them about another 25,000 or good Lord, 50 or a hundred thousand renewals should be a part of everybody's efforts in that stewardship process. And if you remember, we did a podcast not long ago about stewardship and what individual gift officers can do to steward as they go to requalify individuals that directly align with this principle of not forgetting renewals and upgrades. Last, don't forget, this isn't about just major gifts. Planned giving, which may have less asks, but more impact, quality. Corporations and foundations may have a different metric system, but they're still building relationships and creating proposals to ask for money. Annual giving, the zeros might be a little bit different, but it's still the same process. You can bring a lot of different players into the room to create a sense of joint accountability. Moves management and their meetings can be very valuable in helping your organization align internally and externally so that you have the success you're looking for. And you're going to know the hurdles, the hiccups, the successes, and the trial and tribulation as you go, rather than just waiting to the end. Might give it a shot if you don't already do it. It's well worth it. Just a reminder, I encourage you to check out the blogs posted two, three times a week, 90 second reads. And if you want to get a hold of me, as always, you can get a hold of me if uh, you want to talk about the podcast at podcast at hallettphilanthropy.com. Or if you have a complaint or I missed something, you disagree. That's reeks, R-E-E-K-S at hallettphilanthropy.com. Look forward to hearing from you. I'll conclude as I do each and every podcast. I really believe this is a calling, that this is vocational. What we do in the nonprofit world is still professional and still a science, but it's one that also in genders the idea of emotion, feeling, and opportunity. And I hope you feel like you're moving the needle on your organization, your community, making it a better place. I know I go to bed every night and wake up every morning thinking I'm pretty darn lucky to do what I do. And there are a lot of things during the day I shake my head at, but that doesn't dissuade me from thinking, knowing, and feeling that I'm a part of something pretty cool. And I hope you feel the same way. Remember, Some people make things happen. Some people watch things happen. And then there are those who wondered what happened. We're people who make things happen. We find, cultivate, build relationships with other people who want to make things happen for the people in our community, for the things in our community that are wondering what happened. And there's no better calling. And I hope you feel that each and every day. I'll look forward to seeing you next time right here on Around with Randall. And don't forget... Make it a great day.